Pietro Di Bernardone, himself cloth merchant, entrepreneur of Assisi by day, by night, master of revelry. His was a beautiful, clear voice, and he, being the merchant's son, was the best dressed of the group, and he had the reputation for leading the crowd in curious pranks. Do you like my new mantle? He would ask as he swung his golden cloth inside out to reveal a lining of rags. Even the priests were not free from some of his tricks. His parents complained that he squandered money like a prince, and indeed his friends elected him Lord of Revels again and again since they knew he would pick up the tab. But he was not just a reveler. He was indeed the Lord of Revels. For if he was an ordinary merchant by day, by night he was the most chivalrous of all his noble companions, master of magnanimity, lord of largesse. No son of a nobleman was more courteous, more genteel, more generous. Moreover, there was something a little mystifying, something captivating about him, a sensitivity, perhaps, that set him above all his fellows. This lad had a soul. From his infancy there was in his heart a strange compassion for the poor. He tried to hide it, not readily revealing it before his friends, but it tore at his heartstrings to refuse a beggar who asked an alms for the love of God. He once pursued a beggar with alms, and with apology, after he had rudely dismissed him because he was intent on a sale. There was something else as well. In the midst of raucous ballads and outrageous pranks, he felt for people, and laughter had its limits. His sensitive soul would never let him say anything to hurt anyone. His language was never coarse. He was deaf to suggestions that went beyond decency. The beggars who watched all this from the sidelines were a little amused. Some of them probably knew that there were two Francis's. One was the leader of revels. One was the sensitive almsgiver. One night a beggar joined in the jest and taking a cloak put it down in the gutter for my lord to step on lest he soil his feet. Francis's mother, like all good Italian mothers, expected much of her son. But the neighbors, too, noticed that young Francis was a cut above his fellows and wondered what would become of him. The family is very much a mystery. Francis' father was Pietro di Bernardone, that is, Pietro, son of Bernardone. They were cloth merchants and businessmen, absorbed in making money, said an early biographer, with reference to Francis' father. Apparently they were successful at it since the numerous properties inherited by Francis' nephews probably went back at least to Pietro. How is it that Pietro, prosperous businessman of Assisi, left no trace in the civil records of Assisi? An old tradition says that the family had not been long in Assisi before Francis' birth, but had come there from Luca. A recent theory, not totally implausible, asks that the family may not have been of Jewish origin. 
Equally obscure is Francis' mother, whose name appears only late in the 13th century as Lady Pica. Pica? What kind of a name is that? Perhaps it's a nickname. Italian scholars have said it is indeed, for Pica is Italian for magpie. French scholars, on the other hand, have said it is from Piquet, a native of Picardy. They see her as a prize brought back to Italy by Pietro from his business trips to France, presumably to the great fairs in Champagne. They point to Francis' knowledge of French. To be sure, Francis may have learned French from the lips of his mother, but perhaps he accompanied his father on trips to France and learned it there, or from the French knights who passed through Assisi to fight for their Norman cousins in Apulia. But whether she was French or Italian...